All right, here we are. Episode one. Webisode? Webisode? I like a webisode. Not webisode. I think those were webisodes were, I think, more of like a late 90s thing. People still do webisodes. They still call them webisodes. I don't know why. It's weird. I don't like it. No. Yeah, I don't. I have no opinion. When you have no opinion, you get real quiet. You're like, (laughs) I have no opinion. None. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. You sit there without your opinion, and we're going to get on with this show. Welcome to the Bite Me Podcast, episode 128, where we talk about video games and stuff there uh, in the world of. Adjacent to? Yeah, video game adjacency. My name is Adam West. Hey, I'm Cliff Johnson. I'm back. Yeah, you're all the way at home. The Dylan. (laughs) He's like 14 miles away. Is it that far? Because I yeah, just live, 12, yeah, I live a couple a of miles away from you. So I'm, I was going to guess 12, and then I said, ah, 14. Yeah, why not? Better to. I'm a pretty well, good guesser. Yeah, good job. You did really good there. I had it in the ballpark. Mm. Or uh, neighborhood, maybe. Yeah, the neighborhood. The neighborhood. Cliff, how's your dog? He can wag his tail now, and which that's good. is spectacular. Good. Um, I, did, did you guys say what was wrong with him? No, we've we just we briefly <laughs> just that he's said broken. it last yeah, time. Just that your dog was yeah. kind of messed up. Yeah, he slipped a disc, so he had to have back surgery. So like the back end of him doesn't like walk anymore. <laughs> so Aww. it's a <clears> lot. Now, of, it's, it's just temporary. Of, yeah, it's just. I hope so. Either he's gonna, you know, that or it's one of those. We're gonna set up a GoFundMe for like one of those little <laughs> dog wheelchair things, which that's okay too. Yeah, that'll work. Um, but yeah, no, he he can he can wag his tail now, which was it's been two weeks, and that was a pretty pretty big deal that like parts of him back there are working again, so it's good. Well, good. Well, congratulations. Thank you. All right. Um, so this week on the show, we've got some news to talk about. Uh, Riot employees have walked out uh, protesting a forced arbitration thing. That's uh, interesting. Uh, something really world is really weird is going on over at Gearbox because we've all heard about. The stuff that's going on, I mean, there's all the drama with Randy Pitchford. Now there's all the drama with the Claptrap voice guy. And, and just, also Randy Pitchford. And more with Randy Pitchford. <laughs> Randy Pitchford sounds like a lunatic, I'll well, be completely honest. It does, but with a name like Pitchford. Did we expect anything yeah. else, though? <laughs> No. I, I I've I never keep up with the big names in games and, like, the big names in our own industry. I don't keep up with that. But for some reason, like— I, I, this guy's just everywhere now, and I can't help oh, but yeah. want to know more about him. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, it's a Randy thing. Randy Marsh is pretty wild, too. It's true. It's true. He's pretty sure he was scripted Randall that way. Yeah. <laughs> He's Lord. Yes, he is. La, la, la. Oh, yeah, yeah, I am Lord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all it's going to be in my head. Um, EA Access, which is one of the coolest things about having an Xbox, is now coming to the PS4. We will talk about that. New trash-talking sheriff in town, speaking of Xbox. Some uh, info on their very clear, like, laid-out ideas of what is and what isn't appropriate on uh, trash-talking online. The upcoming PC Master Chief Collection is rumored to have cro- – is it rumored or confirmed to have cross-progression? Confirmed. Sweet. They says it. That's awesome. Um, It's going to have cross-progression with the Xbox, so that is very cool. Plus some questions from some of our dear, dear listeners, and we'll go over your cheap free games roundup for the week. But first, we start with what we're playing, and Cliff, since you haven't been here in a couple of weeks, why don't you go first? And you'd think I'd have, like, a huge list, no. but uh, my dog being broken kind of has prevented me from playing games at night downstairs, so... Um, Does I've he just... Bar- t- would he just, like, lose his crap and bark at everything going on? 
You know, I don't know if he would as much as I just don't want to disturb him. You know, like he needs a lot of rest and uh, we drug him up at about seven. So by the time we're going to bed, like he's just hitting that like, hey, I'm real happy and real tired part of his day. So I just don't want to just don't want to wake him up by coming downstairs and playing video games. So. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of SteamWorld Heist, though, which we've talked about extensively, so there's probably not a lot of reason to talk about it more, except that, man, if you have not played all of the SteamWorld games, SteamWorld Heist, the SteamWorld Dig games, um, are you still enjoying SteamWorld Quest, Dylan? Yes. Yeah, so, like, the SteamWorld games are so good and so... And go. That even if you look at one of them and go, I'm not sure if a squad-based tactical turn-based game is for me steamworld heist might be for you even if you're like i don't like metroidvanias which what's wrong with you steamworld dig might be for you um if you're if you aren't into you know turn-based ccg role-playing games steamworld quest might still be for you and i don't know what it is exactly about them that transcends that i mean they've got kind of funny characters and kind of cute quirky animation and it's kind of a fun world but steamroll heist is probably not my game but i i'm just having so much fun playing it and that's so. the turn-based one where you're trying to get out like the first level is you're trying to get out of the ship thing or whatever yeah it's it's you're a you play as a cast of different robots and um you you're on a spaceship and you dock with other spaceships and just go in and kill all the robots on you know those spaceships to steal their loot you're basically Um, like robot han solo yeah pretty much (laughs) pretty much except you're thinking about going legit so i don't know um it's it's just so much it's just a great time it's a really great time i think i paid like five dollars for it yeah i think it was like i picked up steam world dig two for like $1.49? A dollar forty nine, yeah. Because I had points to use, so I'm like, yeah, sure. Mm. And I think Steamworld, I think Steamworld uh, Heist was actually free for me because I had the points. Yeah, they, so, they, totally they're normally it. like twenty bucks, but they go on sale all the time, and they're just super fun. They're on PC and they're on Switch. I think just those two, maybe maybe other platforms. I don't know. Nice. And uh, what else are you playing? Playing the Division Two, which we've talked about a lot, and you know, yeah. <laughs> Adam and I played it two weeks ago. I want to say about yeah, maybe a week and a half ago, <laughs> and we were talking about it, and I was like, you know, that game is just like just so level. Like, there's very little like super exciting about that game. There's no big bad boss fights. There's no. It's just like go here, kill some guys, and take their stuff, and then go over here and kill some guys and do some stuff. And you're a hundred percent right about it. There's nothing crazy exciting about that it's just a steady progression get better gear get better guns kill better guys um but i'm still really really enjoying it it's a it's a really fun game to like i play it with my brother and so it's a great time to spend three hours talking and kind of you know shooting the whatever and uh (laughs) the bad guys shooting the bad guys shooting the bad guys so Um, i think what it in i wanted to guys i wanted to talk a little bit about division two just for a quick second but what it is is with that game i think it's because the first division it was i don't want to say it was unique but it was just so well done the first time that it's like, how do you necessarily make something like that any better? Because that was about as good, at least in my eyes, as that it could get. And yeah. but and so that there was a lot of sense of accomplishment as you went through the different missions and you did all the things. But with this, there's just so many bad guys that when you get through a fight, you don't feel like a sense of accomplishment. You just feel not stressed out anymore. Mm. See, and I don't feel that way. <laughs> That's like, what I feel like. Like my anxiety yeah. goes away and I'm like, oh, I, I did it. But I don't feel like, oh, I just did some big thing. I just like, okay, I didn't die is how I feel. Yeah. And to me, like a lot of it is I think you have to get into the 
there's so many different things you're doing to start building up these bases. You have to finish projects and you have to finish all these certain kinds of side missions and you have to do the main storyline and all those like build up this thing that you're making. And so the more, the more things you do, the more um, it feels like you're making a difference in world actually. Um, Like you're actually, you know, being a, you know, future cop and kind of like cleaning up the bad guys. Like it feels like you're making an impact and the more, you know, of the little places that you take over from that guys and your team moves in, you know, the more of your guys you see on the streets patrolling and it, it, it's subtle, but it, it almost has more of like a world building aspect to it than um, something that's more instanced where, you know, like a, like a destiny where you're just going to this level and doing some stuff and you never see that level again. Like you're running through parts of stuff that you see over and over and over again. So okay. it's, it's definitely kind of a, a unique game. And I, I do believe that you're hundred percent right, that there's almost no difference between the division one and division two, except that maybe the division two is better tuned. Like I don't, I rarely feel like, Oh my God, this guy is so bullet spongy. Um, but you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. It is, I think it's a lot of fun playing with people. I think it's a game that would not be fun solo, but I play it with my brother and I play it with my kid, and we've had a lot of a lot of time, good times playing it. So very cool. So, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Dylan, what about you? What are you playing? Um, I've played a lot of Sea of Thieves in the past week. And how is that going? It's so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Are you enjoying all the new content that they yeah. they pushed out a couple of weeks ago? Or yes. about a, it's been a week, right? It's been a week. And I think have, to the day. Have you played any of the story missions yet? Yep. We've done. Are they great? Almost I really want to try them. those. Yeah, and they are hard in the sense that they are brain teasers, um, because they're they're similar in a way to the stuff you already did. Like, here's a map, go find it. But instead of a map, it is riddles. So it, it's going to tell you stuff, and you have to look through journal entries or whatever it is and figure out what they're referring to. Like, they might say this island is north of this other island, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the one directly north of it. Or so you have to look through clues or use pictures based on the knowledge you have of the world and use those landmarks to figure out and discern where you're supposed to go. And once you're there, then figure out more stuff. And then there are actual puzzle segments when you find your way through and um, which is something you didn't have before. So there's definitely more depth to those. Um, And they do take time to get through um there's nine of them and i would figure you would want at least two hours to make sure you finish it uh, wow any really? one of them um just because you're gonna when Vinny and i do them because we've done them all together we're trying to do them together so um if we've one of us has already done one it would we're getting that sense of discovery together rather than um, on our own and then having instead of reliving it again with each other when we go do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and we spend a lot of time when we start like really reading the books that you get with all the information um, because you can go through it and think you have the idea and you go through it again. And you're like you slowly can peel away what you think they're actually leading you to. So it's very much more puzzly, riddly than it is like hi ho adventure. Except then when you actually get into where you're going, then it becomes like an Indiana Jones movie in a way where there's like more exotic treasure that you find, or you might be put at risk due to um, environmental things. I don't want to give too much. Right. So now one of the things I remember that I can't remember who talked about it, but these missions, these story missions, they're meant to be replayed. Right. And they're different. 
each so, time. But is the story part of it the same? The and story, it's just different puzzle kind right. of stuff and different locations you'll right. go to? Okay. So okay. the story itself is the same, but let's say this band of pirates, and I'll just make up kind of a scenario, this band of pirates put these trinkets on six islands. This particular mission is going to send you to two of them. So okay. if you replay it, it might send you to two different ones. Okay. Um, basically, that's that's the idea. Is So by replaying it, sure, the mission's not, like the story itself isn't going to surprise you the second time, but your experience doing it will be different. That's really cool. Um, so you'll get more like achievements and stuff for doing them five times or whatever it is. Gotcha. Um, and if you enjoy the game like you did before, <laughs> you won't mind doing that because it's very similar to the other stuff where it's like every time you do a treasure map, like the experience is different whether or not, I mean, you, you're on the same island, but you can encounter different enemies. Totally. And, and so the experience is constantly different. Um, which is where the re- replayability comes in for me. It's like I enjoy it. It's different enough, and the the encounters are um, exciting. And um, which I was what I was explaining to my buddy yesterday was I was trying to like tell him why I enjoy the game and um, the story that I think I told last time was how Vinny and I were sailing around and we got attacked by a megalodon then a megalodon and then the enemy and then a skeleton ship popped in and ran off the enemy that was fighting us and then our ship sank and i died so i spawned elsewhere and Vinny was there with our treasure and put it on a rowboat and i came back and found him across the map (laughs) it's like that's what that game is about but i think to someone who hasn't played the game or hasn't played it enough you're mm-hmm. not going to get that experience unless you played enough to put yourself in a situation where you get yourself out of something so insane. Like the only thing that could have been worse about that situation was if a kraken appeared, right? That's the only thing that encounter missed. We literally had everything else the <laughs> game had to offer in one encounter other than maybe a kraken. So, hmm. Well, cool. Well, it sounds like you're enjoying it. I am. Enjoying and I've downloaded it. I've got all the updates I need to actually uh, jump in. That'll be one of the games I play when I start my stream. Yeah. Like for sure, sure. Yeah, we'll sail on. Together. Hell yeah. <clears throat> um, we should get all three of us and Vinny and do some sailing because I think I would very much enjoy that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I played Let's Set Up Adam's Stream Studio. Uh, that was a nightmare trying to get <laughs> OB- OBS Streamlabs set up. I've kind of finally figured it out to a degree and got it going and did my first test kind of let's see how this goes stream last night. Uh, and it went pretty well. Yeah, look- as far as I know. Looked and sounded good? Yeah, sounded good. We know that it didn't quite look right. what you wanted it to just because of situations. Yeah, the but the game itself looked fine. I looked, and I looked fine, too. You looked fine. It was, you were a ghost. Screen. Yeah, yeah, That's fine. You were looking a little pale. People can see through me. It's like, totally Like cool. if you were lowered to 50% opacity. Oh, maybe I'll do that. Maybe we'll call it the ghost stream. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, Ooh. But... You were, was it you that said play Cuphead? Yeah. Yeah, so I was... And Joe echoed it, and he did. Yeah, I'm flipping through like, what should I play to test this stream out? Oh, Cuphead, okay, let's jump into this game I literally played for maybe like 18 minutes a year and a half ago, Um, and it was brutal. I got through one level after about 20 minutes, and there was that, and then I popped into Far Cry New Dawn and took out an outpost, mainly because I wanted to see just how well the stream would come across as far as that game goes because there's so much going on and it's such a bright um insano kind of game so i did that and that was a lot of fun uh also finishing up the flooring in my house so there's that i keep talking about it but 
Um, it's a game that I'm almost done with. I heard you made <laughs> stairs, man. Well, I didn't. I, I didn't make them, but I definitely made them better. You can say you made stairs. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. I made. I made <laughs> stairs. Good job, man. So. <laughs> I made stairs. Uh, anyway, so uh, to further about what my stream is, I'm going to be doing a stream starting on or around my birthday in a little over a month where I do nothing but stream and play games that are in any kind of subscription service. So uh, your PlayStation Plus membership, your Xbox Live uh, Games with Gold membership, and like Game Pass or stuff that comes in a Humble Bundle, things like that. And I know not everybody is subscribed to all of those things. Um, because that kind of defeats the purpose of trying to game on a budget, kind of. But it's like, you know, Xbox Games with Gold or Xbox Live, you need to have that so you can play online and, and do that. PS Plus, you need to have that so you can play online. So these are things that people are already going to be paying for if they're playing online. But uh, Games with Gold, it's such a great value. And there's so many really good games in there that I've been wanting to do something like that. I know I've talked about it before. Where I was like, I'm just going to play games, you know, out of Game Pass and, and see how that goes. And I thought it'd be kind of cool to stream it. So we're going to start that in a little over a month. And, um, yeah, I'd love to hear from people. Like, if there's games that are in these services that have come in a humble bundle or that, you know, I might have missed or we might have missed, just tell me what they are because I'll totally look into it. And if it's something that interests me, I'll play it. I just won't be buying anything new. I might try it too. We'll see. I don't That'll know. be fun. That's... I'm I'm just more curious to see if I can actually hold off on actually not buying something. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's a lot of good games coming out. That's a it's a hard proposition. But I'm like, it also might make me think about, hey, I'll just put it on my wish list and I'll get it for my birthday or for Christmas. Or, totally. Or you know, we'll you know after this year is up and I've played all these other games in this subscription stuff, all the games that I missed are going to be twenty bucks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So there is that. And if you'd like to follow me on the uh, all all the stuff on Instagram, Twitch, Mixer, Twitter, it's not good gamer, not good gay g a y m e r gamer, not good gamer. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I already, I already did. I know you did. I'm not talking to you, and I'm not talking to Dylan. I'm talking to the people listening. Uh, so yeah, give me a follow. And while you're at it, if you would like to help support our show, you can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast and become a supporter of the show for as little as $1 a month. That is not even a third a cup of coffee a month. I like how the default is, um, how it is in relation to a cup of coffee. Yeah, I know. When that ever started, I don't. Well, it's funny. I mean, okay, I, so it's it's less than <laughs> it's less than the cost of a diaper for your child. I don't even know what a single diaper would cost. Me, me. either. I'm I don't pretty know. Sure that the coffee thing was started by um, Sally Struthers. Is that right? <laughs> I in don't the, know. In like the late eighties, when she did the like, look at these poor, starving children in Africa. Oh yeah, uh, for less than the price of a cup of coffee, you can. Yeah, have- and I. I'll be honest, I, I only know Sally Struthers from South Park. <laughs> yeah. No, Sally Struthers, that's my cake. Oh, no, don't get me going. Um, Those are pretty close to how it actually was. Like, they, they're not they're mm-hmm. not that far from, from true. Oh, yeah. No, I believe it. 
Um, so anyway, if you'd like to support our show and the awful South Park impressions <laughs> and really bad metaphors that everything we use, else, yeah, and all the other stuff like the video game stuff we talk about, uh, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Bite Me Podcast for a buck a month, all the way up to our producer level. No matter what level, you will get special stuff in the Discord. You will get some stickers in the mail. Um, you'll also get access to our shows before anybody else does. And if you're a producer, we say your name on each and every show. So go. I think my favorite part about last <laughs> week's episode is where you guys texted me like, oh, my God, we're about to do the Patreon thing. Who is it? <laughs> I came through. Operator Jack, Tom McDermott, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., Kevin Schuld, and, of course, Vinny. Yes, Vinny yeah. and Joe and all of those guys. Thank you guys so much for supporting uh, our show at patreon.com slash bite me podcast. And that was really fun last night, too, when I did my stream, having Joe and Vinny in there and you, of course, having you in there was fun, too. Didn't yeah. it? I wish I'd gotten the notification. I was just like hanging around. I would have watched. That's it was bad. fun. It was super fun. Yeah. It was really difficult, though, because I've got my laptop um, and my laptop's just a like, what, a 13 inch or yeah. 14 inch display. And I, that's where I'm running the broadcast everything off of. And the chat screen is on there. So it's already a small screen and the chat box is even smaller so i'd have to stop and literally lean my old ass over like two inches from the screen so i could see who said what it was real bad adam's not gonna buy any new video games for the next year but he's gonna buy like twenty five hundred dollars worth of hardware to make streaming better he'll have 16 monitors we won't talk no i'm gonna get a sponsor and i'm gonna get free stuff I bought a second PC just for streaming. Oh, no. I have a dude that comes over when I stream and he manages it for me. I mean, if that's what it, if that's what it takes to, to prove just how much money it doesn't take, I will do that. I will spend all the money. I'm kidding. Adam's going to come out of this down like $23,000. Like, I, I ate up all the equity in my house. I'm living in a box and every room in my house is rented out and I still am broke. Anyway, he's just doing IRL streams, but his stream looks somewhere really in Seattle, good. right? But I tell you what, my stream looks like a Hollywood studio. Just saying. All right. We've got some of it to talk about because there's a lot going on in the video game world. So let's get into our next segment. News. Yes. Wow. Was it very loud on your end? Not super loud, no. but I, I kind of forgot about news. Yeah. And just so everybody knows, Cliff isn't actually in our studio. I know the audio is quite stellar. Um, Cliff is uh, at home right now, obviously, because he's taking care of Doggo. Um, But first, let's talk about this in news. Riot employees basically started a riot and uh, walked out in protest of forced arbitration. So Riot's been uh, under fire for a while because of issues with sexual harassment, gender discrimination, a whole bunch of other stuff. There's a really great article on Kotaku called Inside the Culture of Sexism at Riot Games. So let's talk about this. Yeah, it's it's man, that place is just on fire. And I think the best part about it right now is if you didn't know, and I didn't know until this week, um, internally, you know how like a, like podcasts and people on YouTube have like they call their 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 whatever something like ours could be like biters, I guess. I don't know. Um, rioter people that work at Riot are actually called rioters, and so when they send out emails like okay, rioters, I'm like no, no, oh, dude, no. that's not a good idea. Yeah. I don't like it's a terrible I, idea. After reading a lot of this stuff, I was like, I had to laugh. Like, I kept laughing because it just seemed like it just sounds stupid. I'm not a big fan of funny names. Like, I think they they can be fine. Like, I don't care that much. Like, if you want to have your name for your fan base, that's cool. Um, but that one just seemed particularly silly to me. Not only silly, but like at this point in time, dangerous. Right? Um, yeah, no kidding. 
It's gonna. Um, it'll be like this, like Twilight Zone episode where like the rioters turn into rioters, but it's not a Twilight <laughs> Zone because it's reality. Yeah, it just sounds like Riot is just a mess right now. Though they've, uh, I mean, the harassment allegations go all the way up to like their COO who did not lose his job. They just like made him go to like sensitivity training. Um, we talked about this. I'm going to say like f- a couple episodes ago. I want to say too, but. Uh, it's just a mess. And so five, uh, I think it's three current employees and two former employees actually filed suit against Riot um, due to issues with sexual harassment and gender discrimination. And if you work for a big corporation, odds are very good at some point in time you have been, uh, I'll say, forced to say if – something happens, you will not sue your company. You'll instead go to mediation, which like, I mean, I know I've signed that piece of paper. I'm pretty sure we all have at one point or another. It's just kind of standard practice anymore in this corporate run world. Yeah. And the real problem with that isn't that mediation, like it sounds like such a great thing. Like you and your, the people you're having problems with will get together in a room and you'll talk through your problems and you'll come out with a solution, right? But the way it actually works is your company keeps a mediation company on retainer so your company is paying them every month and often the mediation company is also whoever your legal counsel is for your company and so you'll be shocked to find out that not very often do employees come out of mediation winning because they it's not in the mediation company's best interest for them to do so so they filed these suits and riot was like hey two of you signed mediation agreements and at the same time, we're kind of, you know, it was, it was sign your mediation agreement or don't work here anymore, um, which is kind of a, you know, it's, it's hard to say, hey, I didn't sign this under duress, but I suppose that's neither here nor there. Um, and so they're like, we're going to have to do this mediation. You can't have your lawsuit anymore. And apparently this was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back with other um, rioters. And so <laughs> yesterday, like between 100 and 150 employees just walked out and said, you know, we're not going to do this anymore. They stood outside with signs and protested for like two hours in the afternoon yesterday. So that is insane. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh riot should be very worried. I think that uh, they, they need to get their house in order or, or things are going to go very badly there. And considering that they only have one game, like it's, and it that's league of legends, right? Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. yeah. And is league of legends, is it still like kind of holding its own as a competitive kind of space in oh, the gaming? I think so. Is it? I don't, I think I don't it's know. the biggest MOBA. Yeah. yeah. Other so than, is it still, other is, than uh, Dota. Well, uh, yeah. no, the mobile one. Arena oh, yeah. Valor. Oh, Arena Valor. I mean, yeah. League of Legends is a, like a small wing of Tencent or whatever that has like a billion players That's or whatever. Crazy. So, um, yeah. Got it. Um, <clears throat> I'm glad they're doing something, though. I'm a big proponent of if there's a problem, do what you need to doing do to something. fix. Like, do something. Like, you need to do something because obviously a lot of these problems pop up and understandably people don't say something in the moment because they're afraid for one reason or another it'll it'll just go away it'll solve itself these things will work themselves out and we think that's what's going to happen um but it doesn't um for so long and it becomes increasingly harder every time um over time and after reading um i read the kotaku article again um and the whole time i was thinking um, one thing, and it was paraphrased like perfectly at the end of that article, is what I thought is essentially these guys 
got together and made this company and they made a game and it got huge and so big and so fast and there was no real structure to it. And this is exactly what happens when that kind of thing happens. And it, it's just, it's, they're so behind of where they should be. Um, because this is just stuff that just, it's amazing that it can even exist in a workplace. Um, this much of it, right? One person, understandably, like one person can come in your building and cause chaos, right? Well, and totally. then you remove that person and everything's fine. We've had that experience here. Mm-hmm. Um, but to have that much stuff going on, like that is a really, that's like an, it, like a foundational problem. Um, and I don't know how you remedy that overnight. I don't think you can overnight other than just literally burning it to the ground right. and grabbing three or four people that know what's going on just to keep right. it together and then just rebuild yeah. everything around it. That's that seems about like a, all they can do. It seems like a long process to get this back in order where everyone's happy. But I mean, at the same time, if everyone gets together and gets on the same page, like it, I think it can be fixed. It's, and it, what it takes is a, a, a lot of, I don't know how big, many employees they have but a large number of them are saying hey we need to fix something um and that's obviously the probably the best first step you can take well i think the first step they need to take is giving me a billion dollars and i will come in there and do it for them yeah that's all they need to do when your management is that broken and and by all accounts it's not just their ceo coo it's such a weird word to say um chief operating officer there you go a lot of their management is just bad um, and they don't know how to deal with things like this. And, you know, so it's, yeah, it's a ahead. problem. No, I, I just, I mean, I just don't know what you do it, it besides just clean house. Well, let's talk about another crazy person, shall we? Whew. <laughs> yeah. So over across, I don't know if it's across the street or across the country or the planet. I'm not sure. Um, over at Gearbox, there's a lot of weird crap going on. Um, so I think. We need to like back this up so everyone remembers that Randy Pitchford is, is the guy crazy who person. took a thumb drive full of porn <laughs> and the then lost times. it at medieval times. <laughs> like this guy is use going that to, to paint have a, a picture in your head. Mr. King Arthur, come please check this out. I'm not quite sure what I'm looking at. Well, like, let fi- me explain and, to and you. And he did it because the girl <laughs> in it he thought had to be doing a magic trick. That. <laughs> Um, so over at Gearbox, let's break this down a bit. So Borderlands 3 was announced. September 13th is the release date of that, just in case you're following. Um, Ooh, that's after you're going to stop buying video yeah, games. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to be playing Gear uh, playing Gearbox. I'm not going to be playing Borderlands 3 until at least June of next year. Um, so on May 1st, which uh, when you're hearing this podcast was just a little over a week ago, David Eddings revealed that he won't be playing Claptrap in Borderlands 3. He's the guy who'd done it before. Um, he'd originally done it for kind of free, I want to say, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was he was an executive at Gearbox, yeah. and they kind of said, like, hey, we let people that work for us do this kind of stuff. Which if is they want super to. cool. That's yeah. so cool. Um, so he left in 2017 and said that he wasn't – he had asked to get paid for Borderlands 3 when they wanted him to voice it, right? Yeah, since he doesn't work there anymore. Yeah. He so, thought, okay, oh, pay, so that's pay me, was. right? Yeah, and that's completely reasonable. Right. He turned it down. Gearbox well, – inter- well, he said he he was turned down because he asked to get paid for it. But yeah. in response to that, Gearbox said that they offered him the industry rate, which but it the- should be – I mean – yeah, he wanted more. They said, we'll pay you industry. 
It, that's not actually even it. It's not that he asked for more. It was that he he just asked to get paid. Period. He asked for to get paid, and Gearbox said, "Hey, we offered him the industry rate, but he turned it down." And he came back and said, "No, that's not what happened at all." So uh, what happened? So it's they say that he turned it down because of the, it was the industry rate. What he what 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 exactly did he say then? What he came back said is said, "Hey, what I want is I want to get paid for my royalties right. for." Gear, uh, for one and two, and then I want an apology for Randy Pitch from Randy Pitchford for doing something that um, I've never spoken about until now. And apparently, the something he was spoken about had not spoken about before was that Randy Pitchford physically assaulted him in a Marriott at the Game Developers Conference in 2017, and he quit in 2017. So oh, you kind of have to wonder. Yeah, and so it wasn't that he would asked for too much money; it was that he wanted money. And an apology for Randy Pitchford. <laughs> so Which did isn't he want a, a lot? That's not a lot to ask. No, for. did he want no, a public apology, so. or did you just want him to say, "Hey, dude, I'm sorry for punching you in the face"? I think he just yeah, wanted an apology. Yeah, that's that's funny. Like that it, seems fair. I mean, it's like the most rational thing a human can ask for. It's like <laughs> I want to be paid like a standard rate, and I would just want you to say sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's the this is the most. Ridiculous thing. Like on one hand, we've got a company that is just, just, just decimated by sexual harassment and all these arbitration agreements and blah 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 and rioters, quote unquote, and walkouts. And then on the other side, we've got a guy who won't voice a British robot with a bad attitude <laughs> because he wants money and a hey, I'm sorry. He just wants. <laughs> yeah, just say you're sorry. Do you man. think are they called boxers at Gearbox? Do you think? Oh, Apparently they're boxers. Clearly. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, also, in case – so we have to talk about the what the problem really is here. I don't think it's that this dude wanted to get paid. I don't think it's that he wanted an apology because those are not bad things to want. I think it's because Randy Pitchford is probably a dumpster fire that just got really lucky and landed working for this company and running it. I mean, I think he started it. Well, so I don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Randy Pitchford like started this. Really? Company. I think well, yeah, he's I think the so. standard just genius, crazy lunatic, right? Like those things generally line up, right? Because we got the dude from Tesla. What's his name? What's Elon Musk? Elon yeah. Musk. So it's like, like he's the a genius, eccentric <laughs> genius. People like they have really great big ideas, but you get the good with the bad, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and the bad is they have he, this he, no personality. He'll probably be dead in five years, and there'll be a biopic about him because he's just <laughs> crazy. Like that's, I mean, it fits the mold, right? And if the biopic yeah. comes out, it needs to be narrated by Claptrap. Yeah, oh, that would God, be great. Be um, so anyway, just to further prove that Randy Pitchford is possibly uh, not the greatest person, there is an accusation that he took a secret twelve million dollar bonus, put it in his pocket, and, and just, he, I what, mean they like also say away? he runs. Weird sex parties at his mansion, too. So who knows? Oh, my gosh. This is like an eyes wide shut kind of thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Right? It's real weird. Nutso. Um, so, yeah. So there's that. I We're going to keep following on up on that just because I need to see how this ends. Right. It's like, and, and plus, I'm hyped about Borderlands 3. How did they get the game like this made while all this other stuff was going on? Like, how does that work? That's nuts. EA Access is finally coming to the PS4. Previously, it had only been available on Xbox. It's about 5 bucks a month, 30 bucks a year. Uh, you also get 10% off all EA game purchases. But what's cool is you get a vault of games that EA has put out over the years, and they're not just any, like, little games. They're critically acclaimed and, like, massive, massive games. 
I mean, just like cherry picking the list, you get like all the Battlefield games, you get Dante's Inferno if you want a really weird um, God of War knockoff, you get all the Dead Space games. Which I totally downloaded and I'm going to play on my stream because Dante's Inferno is super, super awesome. It's so weird. It's so weird. I mean, you should play the first Dead Space too. A game's great. I've got all Um, three of them downloaded as well. It's got like a, the Dragon Age games. It's got that Fe game that we were never sure how to pronounce. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, a bunch of sports games. It has all the Mass Effect games, including Andromeda. It's got both the Mirror Edge games. It has a bunch of Need for Speed games. Um, Peggle and Peggle 2, which I really enjoy both of. I could spend um, all year playing those games. Actually, those maybe that'll be the game that I play on my stream where I want to be able to play but have like really good conversation with people because those, uh-huh. those are the ones that I can... Yeah. Peggle yeah, would yeah, be a great, great yeah. game to like just chat with your audience and have a drink. It'd be perfect. I'm going to have um, a drink on every stream. <laughs> I'm going to be got, I'm going to be the progressively not good at all gamer. <laughs> so, anyway. But they've got the Plants vs. Zombies game and the Garden Warfare games, which are kind of like Overwatch style. Uh, stuff yeah, Garden Warfare. Garden Warfare. I played with my nephew a couple of weeks ago, and that is a super fun game. It is super fun, right? I've played it with my kid. Um, they have Star Wars Battlefront one and two. Two has that great single player that you probably haven't played. I haven't because uh, I think Battlefield really games good. are trash. Um, Titanfall two, which has that great single player, that downloaded you probably that. Haven't played super good. Both the Unravel games, like I mean. There are so many games on there. The other thing we didn't talk about is that if you have an EA subscription, you also get to play all new EA games 10 days before they come out, I want to say. Or no, no, no. It's for 10 hours during a beta. I don't remember. I think it's a week before. And if you had it, you could have also played that super awesome Anthem Extra VIP um, thing, which was straight up trash. I still have not bought anthem like i've played a bunch of it but i've just been playing it on my free 10 hours i've so. got a i've got a you've really you've not even put 10 hours into that game yet okay nope. i've got a feeling that that's going to show up um in either ea access or or ea origins on the pc very soon i've got it guess. yeah it's gonna show yeah. up there yeah so i probably won't buy it at this point but i, I wouldn't mind playing more of it it's a, it's a really fun game i just got kind of hooked on the division so oh yeah totally so ea access yeah coming to ps4 in july 30 bucks a year super super good money well spent so definitely really do worth it. that um over in xbox land there is a new trash talking sheriff in town that's right um this was i i saw that it popped up on so many different of my new on so many of my different news feeds saying i can't oh, i can't remember how they worded it but it was so cute it was like xbox is finally laying down the law on what kind of trash talk is totally cool yeah. and they were they were like they were dead serious and like this is actually a really cool thing yeah i think it's great i mean i think that I think there are a ton of people who just don't want to play online because they don't want to have to deal with terrible people. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with – and I mean Microsoft has already done such a good job of like keeping Mixer you know, kind of free of harassment. And I think it's great that somebody's willing to stand up and get rid of these people that want to say terrible things to – Anybody, because the thing is, you never know who you're talking with either. Like, it drives me nuts that it could be my kid playing and he's 11. Like, you don't need to say terrible things to him. Right. Um, and and most of them are are pretty well thought out. It's not that you can't trash talk. It's that you can't use tons of profanity. You can't use racial slurs. You can't use, they label them as, like, sexual threats. You can't, you know, say horrible things to people and expect to get away with it. But then they give really good alternatives to what you could say. Like, you can, you, you can't say, get sexual threat. 
I, I think that's the F word. Um, can't believe you thought you were on my level. And instead, get destroyed. Can't believe you thought you were on my level. Like, those two right. things are fine. Just pick better words. because yeah. Just pick better words. Well, I think what they did here was really smart, too, by saying trash talk is okay. I think that's the best thing they could have done was saying it's okay to talk. Just don't talk like this. Rather than saying this is the stuff you can't say on Xbox, right? Because they, they kind of dispel this censorship idea right off the bat um, by saying you can still trash talk. Because that's kind of a part of games. Oh, like totally. it always has been. I mean, whether it's basketball, whether it's poker, whether it's this or that. Like there's always this this social element to games where you can play the mind games, the stuff that's away from what the actual game is. And I think it's important not to take that away, even though, and I think in video games, a lot of it's problematic when you're trash talking your own team. It's like, guys, that's not helpful at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, and there's not a lot of instances where you have to talk to the other team. So, I mean, I don't find it, video games is one of the plays I find it less likely to even need to exist, but it, it's going to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, they made it really clear that as long as you don't make it personal, like that's the real key with not offending people and saying mean, terrible things. It's like I don't, you don't need to personally attack someone. Just telling someone to get good is like as stupid as it is. Like you're not really saying anything personal. Now, when you start calling them names, like you don't need to call them names. Just remove that part of your sentence and then call them campers. Like that's like, that's. <laughs> That's as simple as it is, and they lay it out so clearly here, Um, and they took something that I think you could have thought way too hard about how to make good rules and guidelines around this, and you could have got really deep and in the weeds about it over, like, what's acceptable and what's not acceptable, and I think they just picked the most simple, real genius solution to this. Well, I'd never heard the term potato aim before. Yeah. Is that a thing? I think I so. think potato is just kind of a shortcut for a lot of things that are bad. Like it, I say, like I use it all the time to say, like, "Hey, that computer's a potato." Right. Yeah, if you, you just know. totally like whiff on someone and you just get like beaten a one v one, right? Like you just potatoed it. I guess. In like case that, you're wondering, I've seen it. I, I have potato aim. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm t- if you just seen me playing Far Cry New Dawn last night, I've got. I'm like, I'm trying to shoot this person that's literally three feet in front of my character, and I blew up the barn behind them. So it's <laughs> the number of times when terrible. I'm playing the division through like a 12x scope, and my first bullet goes like two inches to the right of the person, and then my second bullet goes two inches to the left of the person. I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> Can we average? Can we just something? meet in the middle, right? Uh-huh. And instead of saying, "Hey, bleepity bleep bleep bleep," what the bleep? You say, wow, Cliff, that just wasn't good. Potato <laughs> aim. Potato <Yeah>. aim. <laughs> I think the, the long and short of this is don't be racist. Yeah. Don't be sexist and don't swear too much. And if you can't do those things while playing a game, play single player games. Yeah. That's that's uh, scream at all the NPCs enough. you want. <laughs> right. Yeah. They don't care if you're racist. I think it's fine. I want to tell you real quick, like just as I, we can use this as our segue to the next thing. Sure. That my wife left and brought home a Baja Blast Slurpee from Taco Bell, and Ooh. she's amazing. Baja That's Blast all. is gross. No, it's oh, not. no, it's so good. I try, so it's agave, right? I don't, I don't know. It's ca- green. I don't care. It's delicious. It's delicious. I, That's all I know. I don't even know what it is. Well, I don't even care. It's so good. It's green, kind of like off. Master Chief. <laughs> What's the worst segue we can make? That was it right there. Um, So speaking of Master Chief, the upcoming PC Master Chief collection is going to have cross progression with the Xbox, which is cool because I have uh, Xbox 
Game Pass, and I downloaded it on my, that's what I'm, I just, my brain stopped. Um, I've got Master Chief Collection on my Xbox. Now, is it a Play Anywhere game? Is it, or a Play Anywhere title? Wait, I no. don't believe so. I don't, no, I don't have sold so. on Steam. I don't so have I don't the ma- so. Wait, do I have Master Chief Collection? Is that the thing on Game Pass, right? I think it's on yes. Game Pass. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. But it's well, only been on Xbox before now. So oh, okay. It's now being added to, to PC. Yeah, so I think so the real advantage of this is, is you'll be able to bring over all your progression, all your unlocks, all your stats. So if you've been playing on the Xbox for, you know, the last however many years since it came out, two or three years, you'll be able to bring all that over at launch to your con- or to your PC, which is great. So all that stuff you've worked really hard to get, you won't just lose and have to start from scratch when you play it on your PC, which is really cool. I'm glad to see that they're they're taking the the time to make that happen. That will be cool. I mean, I've never played. I think the only Halo game I ever played was the first one, and I played it for about ooh, 33 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I beat the first one in the Master Chief Collection probably two years ago. So oh, nice. I guess I guess that would carry over. For, I'm not going to buy it on the PC, but well, yeah. eventually I'm sure we're going to get Game Pass on the PC, and it'll probably be in that. So and then, um, it's cool, too, that they're also talking about doing uh, crossplay. So it's they're saying it's not going to be at launch, but it's something that is definitely on their radar, and, and they're hoping to, to do over time. And these games, if you'll remember, we talked about this a couple episodes ago, are actually going to come out like one at a time. So Halo 1 will launch on the PC, and then Halo 2 will launch on the PC, and Halo 3. So it's very possible that cross-play will come in the middle somewhere. So it's cool. Nice. And it's do a, we it's have... a great thing to see. Okay, and this is actually coming on the Master Chief Collection is releasing on – we don't have any date on that, do we? Yeah, I think it's this year. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's going to be a phased release. So I think that you're going to see them start coming out like the summer is what I wanted to say, like maybe even towards the end of summer. And I think originally they said they might all be out this year, but I guess we'll have to kind of wait and see. Cool. Well, yeah. uh, that'll be fun. You'll probably find out more at E3 would be my guess. I feel like we're going to find out a lot of things at E3. A lot of things. So, all right. There's Shame all. E3 is after your birthday. Uh, is it or is it after my birthday? Mm. I think it's the What's week of my birthday, June thirteenth. I think it's the I week of. I think it's the, like yeah. I think it is like the fourteenth, fifteenth. Well, even right now, I'm not buying anything new. Right now, I'm done. Oh, like I'm straight done. up done. Wow. Yeah. So this is all the next month or so is just going to be me curating my list of games that I find interesting that I want to play that I already either own. Um, via, and when I say own, these are still only games that came from a subscription, like a humble bundle or, or, or anything like that. I'm not going to stream division two. I'm not going to stream any far cry new dawn when I get into this. Um, oh, I'm not going to stream anything that I like any new stuff that I own because I want bought. it to be all stuff that, uh, is only found or you can find in these services. Like it's cool. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Adam. I, really I am too. All right, we have some questions to get to this week. We got Man Socks up in here, some Optimist Prime, some Joe Coleslaw, some Turn Down for What, and of course, the guy who has a really, really great uh, streaming channel. You should check him out over on the uh, Twitches and stuff. This guy. Hey, yo, Vinny. That's him. What are you doing? <laughs> We uh, right now. His stream is really good. His stream is a lot of fun. It is. I re- and I really need to figure out how he got that green screen to work so well because he looked. It looks freaking perfect, man. I think it's, he just said it's just the lighting in his room. He literally well, didn't. His setup's real wacky. Good. I for think him. it just happened to be well lit. So. Hmm. Well, Vinny wants to know, and hopefully not go into any spoiler territory. If we do, we'll do our best to um, not. 
and or at least warn you, with the excitement of Endgame along with it surpassing, has it surpassed Titanic at the box office it now? It has. Yep, wow. Yesterday or day before. Um, what Marvel superhero would you like to have their own single-player narrative-based game? Would it be would it have an original story or based off of movies, comics? It's up to you guys if you want to spoil Endgame. I'll spoil it. Everybody dies. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I haven't seen it yet, so we can't <laughs> spoil Endgame. <laughs> yeah. How have you and how have you not had it spoiled yet? Because like the spoiler embargo has done been lifted as of yesterday. I'm very careful on the internet. Clearly, very, very careful. Um, I'm not much of a, a comic book guy. I'm just not. I never have been. Yeah. I am definitely, definitely invested in the MCU uh, with these what 23 films now total. Yeah, in the last 10 years, so I kind of fell in love with the Vision. Oh yeah, I in agree. Age of She's Ultron, cool. he. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Vision. I was thinking, what's Vision's girlfriend's name? Oh, um, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Yeah, Vision's way cool. Yeah, Vision is way cool, and I just like everything about him. I think he's cool. What, yeah, be fun. What kind of game would you make with him? I mean, he's saying single player narrative based game, so I guess that's the kind of game we're gonna make. <laughs> yeah, totally. I. I <laughs> How do you mean, picture that playing out? Well. I feel like I am having to think too hard about this. Um, okay. I I don't know if I would want kind of an open worldy thing with him. I don't think I would. I think I would actually really enjoy almost like a, a two and a half D kind of platformer, like almost a Metroidvania. Yeah, that's honest. That's exactly what I was thinking too. Not for yours, but for mine. Because so, he's yeah, got really he's got really cool abilities. Like I want to say, one of his abilities is to like phase in and out of the dimension itself, or even through walls and 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 things and stuff like that. So I think it'd be a really cool mechanic for them to put into like a Metroidvania, almost like a Castlevania Symphony of the Night kind of thing. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah I was thinking I'd like to get a game <laughs> with um, Black Widow and um, oh crap. Dude who shoots arrows. Oh, um, uh, wow! I totally blanked on his name. Jeremy Ren- Ren- Renier. <laughs> Jeremy Renner. Uh, Renner. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. There you go. Is it Hawkeye? It's same thing. Yeah, it's yeah, Hawkeye. It is. Okay. <laughs> and do like a, a Metroidvania with them because I think it's interesting that they're not actually superheroes. You know, they are normal people that just are very, very good at what they do. Um, and I think it would be really cool to do like kind of a tag team style metroidvania with both of them where they're working in like different parts of a you know like they're they're separate they're not together but they're working towards a something in the middle of their you know metroidvanias but because they're not superheroes too they would be able to level up to get that metroidvania kind of feel going where you know they find a something that lets them you know like a Shoot, my brain's turning off all of a sudden. That's okay. What do they call it? Like a grappling hook, you know, so you get to higher places. And, you know, she's got cool guns and does cool ninja stuff. And he's got cool arrows that, you know, maybe he shoots an arrow across, has a rope to it. And so they get to new places. I think there's just a lot of really cool Metroid mechanics that you could play with those two characters. And then maybe at the end they meet up and do something cool. Like get married. Like get married. That'd um, be fine. Yeah. Just quick sidebar. I mean, he's already married, so that would be really weird. Yeah, but it's whatever. But- uh, quick sidebar with those two, like another type of game, it would be really cool since they are assassins. If they did an Assassin's Creed game, oh, in yeah. that That'd be cool. universe, like especially an Assassin's Creed game on the level of like Odyssey or Origins, because those were just super hyper crazy massive games. And you set that in the MCU with those two is oh, that would be really good. Uh, and that now you fun. say that, and I'm like, oh, a Hitman style game with them would be really cool too. I still need to play a Hitman game. 
Yeah. Ones. They're on the, Game Pass. You know, I know. I downloaded it. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, last month when I hit that, that data cap, and I'm like, well, I'm over. Here we go. I've got I all the games. I bought a 10-gig hard drive and just <laughs> filled it up. Uh, Dylan, what about you? Um, so my game already exists mm. um, because it's the Punisher. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> but I, it would be cool if they uh, made a new one and it looked pretty. What kind uh, of game was that? I never played it. It was a 3D action game. Um, kind of, it was out around this time of like Max Payne. There was a lot of games that were kind of in that style where it's just a third person shooter sure. game. Um, but it was super ultra violent as the Punisher should be. Um, there was like a lot of environmental kills. It, I mean, it was a very gruesome game. Um, but I thought it was really, it was a really solid game. Um, was that a PS2 or PS3? It was a PS2 game. Okay. Because um, that was uh, like along the time of like Manhunt. Yep. And yeah, Max Payne. And there was a, there was another game uh, series around. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot of it was a very popular third person action shooter. Didn't the Yakuza, didn't the Yakuza games come out around then yeah. too? Okay. Like you had True Crime, like Dead to Rights. Mm-hmm. I mean, the list goes on <laughs> of all of those games that were. I think there's a lot of similarities, but it was also an era where all those games were fun and good, totally like, good games. Um, I think um, I'm. I know I'm kind of the outsider in that I don't. I'm not super into the the Marvel Universe movies. Like I, they're not super interesting to me. Right, um, that's fair. They're action movies, so I lump them into the bucket of action movies. Um, and I've never been a Marvel fan. Um, Are you more DC guy? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess um, in the fact that I prefer things like Batman to um, most anything in the Marvel universe other than the Punisher. Like those are my two, my go-tos. Um, so outside of the Punisher, I don't chase a lot. So. Well, there you go. That would be my It's answer. cool to be wrong, Dylan. It doesn't matter. Okay. It's fine. But it's also right to have your own opinion. That is very true. (laughs) Uh, Unless it's a wrong opinion. So thank you, Vinny, for that question. Appreciate it. And don't forget you can catch Vinny on the internets doing his stream at DaVinster on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. Follow him. Do it. It's a lot of fun. All right. Up next, turn down for what wants to know. How would you make the multiplayer experience even better? Well... I would... What multiplayer experience? <laughs> yeah. I think just multiplayer in general, actually. I would drug um, everybody playing with something that made them happy and filtered out all the negativity. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is funny because uh, I was playing Overwatch with Hans last night. <laughs> you were, t- you were telling <laughs> us about no, this. No, but yeah, but this was after that. So I, after the computer crash, we actually played this game. Um he basically asked the same question. He was like, that's a question for the podcast. And I didn't put it in there because we've talked kind of ad nauseum because we were talking specifically how to make competitive better um, because this is kind of a, a funny story. But we got into a game and immediately we were hit with these messages from the other team who were a full team of six people. But they were like, we're giving you a free win. And they're like, um, co- like their they're like squad name was like, comp isn't fair or something so i think they were a team of protesters that just like queue up and don't play and give you a free win because they think that they disagree with how competitive overwatch works i guess and but and like okay but you just wasted 15 minutes of all six of the players on the other team so you're now making this experience bad for 
other players. So, and if you quit the game, you, you get, get penalized. You get penalized and can't actually get in a game for 10 minutes. So that would lose you the same amount of time if you were to just back out of the game. So it, it's just like you're not you're not solving anything. And I don't know if that's exactly what they were doing, but that is what we could kind of dis, like and nobody, discern from it. Nobody and, on the other team did anything. They just sat there. But they would kind of just like run off the map or they might like throw a grenade at you or like they weren't doing anything really uh, um, probably because if they sat there and didn't do anything the entire right. game like that so i reported all of them and for um <laughs> sabotaging the game or whatever Good. um but we i mean we talked about um a little bit about this while we were playing because we were obviously stuck in this game for 15 minutes <laughs> as we played attack and defense on this map I mean, I think one of the big things for me about making competitive better is just the players getting on the same page of, like, wanting to play a game rather than anything else. I feel like that's often the thing. And it's what you're talking about is if everyone's just happy. Mm-hmm. And it's like if people would actually try to play the game and actually try to communicate with each other and actually make it that part of it a pleasant experience and it'd be more focused on the game rather than, like, belittling other people a lot of the times it can be that or just being a stubborn player or or being anything else but present in that game Mm -hmm. because that's i think that's where a lot of it comes from and it's not it's not the game's fault it's not like in this example like it was not overwatch's fault how they do competitive that this team is unhappy about it like there's something else going on there. If you have five friends that are all doing this together, you have a full squad. What's your problem? <laughs> you're not playing with randos if you have a full team of six. Right. So if you're not winning games, that's on you. Totally. Really, at the end of the day. Because you don't even have to communicate with anyone but your, fr- your own team. So I, you don't have anything to complain about. I don't. You know, I think that I think that there is a lot of technology that could be applied. Like, there's a lot of anti-cheating technology that that game developers and and publishers put into place to make sure that people aren't cheating. And I would like to see them put that same level of technical expertise and technical time into getting rid of people that are toxic. There's no reason that when someone in Rocket League types out you know, whatever they want to say and put spaces in between it to, you know, get past filters that those people just can't be insta-banned. I guess in addition to that too, I would like to see things like matchmaking made a little bit easier. Like I would like to see companies maybe just even apply just a little bit more thought to how UI works for multiplayer games. Like sometimes it's just, it's complicated to see who you're playing with and how you're playing with them and where they are and and think about that stuff a little bit more. I, I think that we've made a lot of huge strides in multiplayer versus how it was five years ago or 10 years ago and most definitely 20 years ago. But I think there's still a lot of, a lot of places we could go to make it even easier to play together. All right. Well, thank you for that question. Turned down for what up next, Joe Coleslaw, who was also on my stream last night. Thanks for uh, checking that out and being there. Joe wants to know if you could have any occupation simulator game, what would it be? Well, so hmm. have you guys seen the trailer for um, planet zoo? No, I've got a feeling it's a planet covered in zoos. It is, in fact, not. Oh, um, okay. So, what's their other uh, planet roller coaster? I want to say planet coaster. It, it, planet yeah. coaster. Yeah. So, planet coaster came out like a couple years ago. And it's by far the best of the like roller coaster tycoon games. It's super fun, and the company that makes that is bringing out a zoo management sim that looks absolutely incredible. So, go watch the trailer for that. I I want to be. I want to buy a zoo. I'm going to be Matt Damon. I'm going to buy a zoo. <laughs> 
Yeah, that sounds awesome. So right? now, so is Job Simulator, is that, is it, is Job Simulator a, a sim game like the that? The VR game? Okay, so is he, so is he, I guess he, I don't he understand. He was literally, this. I think you're, you're initially making the question started out hard. as oh, okay. like, yeah, you know, it could be Job simulator, simulator, or it could be. Oh, okay. It could be The Sims. Like you know, it could be a sim game too. I wish I got into these games because every time I see like Roller Coaster Tycoon or or the Roller Coaster Sim or even The Sims or City Skylines or what or I think is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I always think they look so great and so interesting, and I really like to get into it. But then I start playing, it and I'm all. Oh, I did not want to get into civil service. This is why I don't have the job right. like that because I don't want to do that. So why am I doing it? I kind of so feel the same way about Game Pass. Him, but... Yeah, I know. I downloaded it. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I feel the same way, though. Like, I really want to, like, I think these games are cool, especially when I, like, watch someone playing them. But totally. I, when I actually play it, I don't really enjoy it that much. Is it because you're not good at it? You don't really get it? Or... I think it's a combination of both. Right. Like, it's really not what I want to play, and I'm... I don't know if I care enough to get better at it, right. to enjoy it. Maybe. Yeah. Like, I, I really I, wanted I, to get into the Jurassic World game that came out, even though it just, like, burned to the ground in the reviews when it came out. But I really wanted to play it because it looked interesting, and I'm like, okay, maybe I could get into managing a park full of dinosaurs because at least that that twist there, I'm not managing a bunch of, you know, Midwestern housewives at a park feeding their kid a snow cone, making sure he doesn't puke on the loop-de-loop. Yeah. Maybe you're approaching it wrong because I, I, I want to say two other things. I'm, I'm thinking that first of all, you're approaching it wrong. Your goal actually should be to make a loop-de-loop that makes more kids puke. Maybe you're just doing it wrong. I guess. You know, roller coasters that at the end like just plunge off the edge of a cliff and kill everyone or like roll off the rails down the main walkway of your park. Like maybe you're just doing it wrong. Tell us how you really feel. There's that. Oh, man. There are some days where I've made some very, very bad parks. Or, you know, like in The Sims where you put a bunch of people in a pool and then you remove the, you know, the, the steps out, that kind of thing. Um, you can do that? The, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> put someone in a room with a bunch of door without any doors and a bunch of flammable stuff. Um, the other thing is I want to actually combine Turn Down for What and Joe Coleslaw's question because what I really want is to be able to play Planet Coaster or City Skyline or the new Zoo one or tons of those sim games multiplayer. Like I think all those games are really fun, but I think they would be way more fun if you could have five or ten people working on a city and, hey, could you go fix that power problem we're having? We need to build some other stuff here. We need to build a road. and. They're they're fun by yourself, but I think they would be significantly more fun with other people. And they're just are games that generally aren't multiplayer, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. What if you end up playing though with some you know turd that does nothing but spends all your city's money, or does nothing but set fires to the new homes you just built in East Clifton? Like, why? What what happens then? That's life. Well, remember how my <laughs> other thing was? I wanted uh, trolls to be uh, okay. face bigger consequences. True. True. <laughs> so. True. And Eddie Spaghetti has another episode of This or That, and we already did this last week. So we were actually in a tie, so you're the tiebreaker. Oh, interesting. What was your guys's, uh I, I did not pick either of you because I love Oreos and salsa. Well, that's Survice the problem. Cream. We were we were tiebreakers, so we were we were at odds on both I don't of them. Even, I don't remember what I picked last week. Well, you, I picked, so you the first picked one was me, Oreos okay. versus and I Adam. picked you. Oh, okay. But I picked ice cream. And you picked Oreo, or I picked, I picked you. You picked Oreos. I picked soft serve. You oh. picked me. 
Okay. And Cliff threw us both in the dumpster. Yep. So Oreos, Oreos and soft serve. Move move so we're both. Yeah. Wow. I want to know. Uh, well, thanks, He's met Cliff. me, Adam. I'm a fat guy. I love <laughs> Oreos and soft Like, And you take Oreos and put it in soft serve. Like, yeah. that actually oh, makes it even Oreo better. Cheesequake Blizzard at Dairy yeah. Queen. Oh. Oreos plus Dylan. That doesn't do anything for me except have some other dude who's trying to eat my Oreos. Right. So, yeah. Sorry, guys. Well, thanks. Well, okay. I think I can eat more Oreos. <laughs> Next week will be interesting because is it, is it just down to the two then? All right. Uh, I think it's something or something versus Oreos and something versus soft serve, but I don't remember what those Boy. somethings are. Chuck Norris or I don't know. We don't <laughs> know. Let's not. Spoilers. Spoilers. Did I spoil Endgame for you? No. Let's not spoil this segment. Uh, okay. Uh, thank you, Eddie Spaghetti. Optimus Prime wants to know what's your favorite flavor of Doritos? Cool Ranch. Cool Ranch. So... Going back to our last question, um, I like food a lot, and it is obvious <laughs> in my physique. And one time, if you we say bought... Doritos and soft serve ice cream with Oreo crumbles, I might just have Whoa. to vomit or slap no. you. Nah, no. okay. One time we had accidentally skipped lunch, and we bought a bag of jalapeno Doritos. And I'm like, I'm just going to have a couple of these. And my wife and I were sitting on the couch watching, I think, Umbrella Academy. And we may have eaten an entire bag of jalapeno Doritos between the two of us. They're amazing. Like, really, really amazing. <laughs> Did they burn you twice? Um, no, because they're they're like... Like, jalapeno chips aren't usually like, oh, my God, they're so spicy. They're like just spicy enough that you can eat an entire bag of them and really enjoy it. Oh. Well, all right. It's good. Cool. So... Yeah. Um, all right. So thank you for that, Optimus Prime. And then Mansox wants to know, what is your favorite Star Wars movie? <sighs> Which we answered last week, right? Yeah, we did. But Cliff oh, did didn't. I put that on the show last yeah. week? That's okay. Ours was episode four. Yeah. What's yours? Really? Yeah. So yeah. the first movie in the whole series. Oh, mine is hmm, probably The Return of the Jedi. That's okay. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. I like all the Star Wars movies, though, to be honest. Like, well, that's not true. I do not like two or three. One's okay. But like four going forward and Solo and Rogue One, I love all of them. I really liked, um, like, I thought the Clone Wars was okay. Yeah. Like that one was Oh, yeah, the cartoon? No, 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 the show, the movie, the actual movie. I thought episode two was all right. I like the Clone Wars. The third one is my least favorite. But I like them in the order they came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. Absolutely. Four, five, no, six, second, one, two, three, one seven, like, blah, 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 blah. No, two is like intergalactic C-SPAN. It's absolutely terrible. And oh, then I the liked third it. one, just everything about it is awful. <laughs> I'll really take it funny. over episode seven, though. Well, that's the, the Force Awakens? worst opinion yeah. you've ever had. Really? It's just like, a regurgitation it's, of the fourth. Like, oh, I don't, I don't need so to watch good. it. I, did you? I've watch already it? seen it yeah. though. I, I already I watched it. I was like, I've seen this movie. Yeah, yeah. No, it was totally it's so much. It's so no. much better than that. And the second movie is like literally. I'm a, a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah. Like the like the John Williams like you know sound starts and like my heart grows yeah. three times and I get like a funny feeling in my stomach. And it took me three times to watch the second one. So see, I left the Ugh. episode seven and i was like i liked that movie but the more i talked about it with everyone i liked it less and less and less and less and less like the no, more we movie's... talk about it the more we talk about it, i'm like man i didn't like that movie at all did i all right well thank you for that question uh man socks and thank you for all the questions this week if you got questions for us check out our discord it's bite me slash discord and we have a channel just for questions that 
may or may not make it on the show, but they all get answered in one way or another. <laughs> so there's that. All right. Up next, we have got some cheap free games for you. And even though this is mislabeled, I'm going to correct it as I go. Uh, new sorry. games coming in May for PlayStation Now, which I forgot. I've got an active membership to that. So, hmm. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> wow. I've got a lot of... Uh, got a lot of games to choose from. All right, so coming to PlayStation Now in May, which if you don't know, PlayStation Now is the streaming service for PlayStation. Or, yeah, anyway, 8-Bit Armies, which is a PS4 game. Batman Arkham Knight, which was already on Game Pass, guys, uh, is on PS4. Also for the PS4, we have got Dangerous Golf, which I'd be into. The Lego Ninjago movie video game. Um, well, I'm going to say Majin. Majin and the Forsaken Kingdom. It's a PS3 game. Okay. Uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance Ultimate Edition, also PS3. Miko... Wow. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Gonna go with Miko Gakaumonogatari Katie episode. Sound right? Wow. Yeah, sure. Okay. So I'm total. I totally f that one all the way down the street. That was bad. Uh, Sherlock Holmes: The Devil's Daughter on PS4, as well as Tales of Zestiria. It's a PS4 upgrade. So it came out on PS3, I guess. Maybe. Sure. Brawl out. Not sure what it is, <laughs> but Brawl out is also coming to the PlayStation Now. Over on the Humble Bundle side of life, which you can always uh, purchase through our link at bitemepodcast.com slash humble, what do we got? Uh, the new Humble Bundle, a uh, monthly Humble Bundle, correct? Here's a here's a name for you. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 Battle Edition. It's a lot of words. It's a lot of it's words. It's a game, right? It's just I one guess. game. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one yeah. game. It was a game that excited me so much that I'm like, maybe I should skip Humble Bundle for May. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's not my jam. But I went in to skip it, and they're like, hey, dude, what if we just charged you $10 instead? I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, whatever, it's fine. So there is that. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops Battle Edition, uh, Black Ops 4 Battle Edition. Normally, it's a $40 game, but this includes the multiplayer and blackout game modes, and you can get the early unlock on that, I believe, is that what right it is? Yeah, yeah, do that right now. So if you sign up for the Humble Bundle, Humble Bundle Monthly through uh, BiteMePodcast.com slash Humble, you get that right now. So do it. Yeah. New games over in Origin Access, a Star Wars game, actually more than a Star Wars game. A couple Star yeah, Wars games. like uh, a dozen Star Wars games, including the original Battlefront 2, which I'm sure is in, in uh, a way better version of Battlefront. I think it's a way different version. Probably. Of but yeah, this is on Origin, so this is the EA access for PCs. Um, there's a lot of good stuff in there. A lot of good stuff. In yeah, there. Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, Battlefront Two, Classic from 2005, Republic Commando, Rogue Squadron, 3D, Dark Forces, Shadows of the Empire, X-wing Alliance. Uh, yeah, X-wing Alliance, Jedi Knight, Mysteries of the Sith, Galactic Battleground Saga, Starfighter, Episode One Racer, which is uh, the Pod Racer game, right? I think so. Which was really cool. Yeah, it came out on is GameCube. That- yep. That one okay. Did is that so? I did think. they make a second one? Because the first one came out on N sixty four. Was it really that long? Yeah, because that was one of my favorite games. Wow, I played that game until I was so good at it that I knew every every race, every little secret path through it. That's crazy. But I don't know if there. I don't know if this was a a second one or if it's. I don't know. I remember it came. I, I remember know. playing it on GameCube uh, or PS two. Yeah, no, this is a this is a Nintendo sixty four game. Oh wow! So, 
Interesting. Uh, so, well, there's that, and also Rebellion. Some good stuff. The I most mean, original like, game name I've ever heard, Rebellion. <laughs> if you want to play some old school, old school Star Wars games, though, that's, that's some really cool things. That's totally. Really cool things. Go for it. Um, it looks like Microsoft is going to be teasing or is teasing a Pokemon Go style Minecraft game. Is this true? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, the, Over in Small Bites, by the way. put out a little bit of a commercial. Yeah, it's Small Bites now. Um, they put out a little bit of a commercial. It's kind of funny. Like a dude is like playing on his phone and he puts it down um, and does something else and then grabs the phone next to him and gets up and walks away. And then the lady sitting at the bench picks it up and all of a sudden she's looking at her phone and seeing all these like a Minecraft pig in AR. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my gosh, this isn't my phone. But look at how cool this is. And the guy comes back and literally just like takes the phone out of her hand and puts her phone in her hand and walks away. But yeah, they're gonna they're gonna announce more about it on uh, May seventeenth at the Minecraft ten year anniversary celebration. Oh, so super cool! It could be could be fun. Yeah, look forward to that. All right, um, that is all. I kind of want to put Microsoft in Troll Corner just because of uh, the new Hololens. Oh, I hadn't heard the new Hololens. It was like thirty five hundred dollars and is like just completely unattainable. I think the thing about HoloLens that you have to think about is that, yeah, there are gaming applications for HoloLens, but it's aimed more at um, businesses yeah. and, like, medical that can afford $3,500. Well, so, I wish like, they would Yeah, stop. there are ways to play with it, but I think that um, it's, like, gamers and consumers aren't their primary market. For Not that. yet. Yet. I kind of want it to be, though, and I think that's why I want to call them a troll because it's like, hey, look at this super, super awesome, really cool thing. I really, really want to play with it. I really, 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 yeah. really want one, but I, no. So, and I, I, I mean, disagree. I totally I get where I, why they're building. I get where it's at in the industry. Yeah. I totally get it, but I'm just like, come on, guys, give it to me. I'm 100% <laughs> like, I think it's cool. Everything I've seen demoed with it is super Freezing. cool. I hope nobody, I hope nobody clips that part of the show out. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe but I, I think it'll be cool to let companies that have a ton of money iterate on it and make cool stuff with it and then maybe the consumer version is version three or version five kind of you know like i love vr i love vr a lot totally but man wouldn't it have been cool if like I don't know, healthcare, you know, had done the the revisions on VR and then we'd just gotten like a super tight wireless with a killer screen version of VR, you know, two years from now. Like we, want nice. to, we want to go up through the pain of throwing up first. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. Instead of, you know, like me buying a VR and then going like, oh, my VR is awesome, but next year I can buy one without, without wires. Oh, man, my VR is awesome, but next year I can buy one with a way better display. God, they're so expensive. So I don't know. Uh, well, there you go. All right, that is episode 128 of the Bite Me podcast. In the can. Yes, done. Um, so are we all going to be doing more streaming going forward? I think that's the plan. Okay, so Dylan, where can people... I don't know yet. You haven't decided yet? I, I'm in the soft launch phase. It's okay. not real yet. Okay. So once you get that, we'll start talking about that. Cliff, where are you? I'm at uh, twitch.com slash lowking, but I don't remember how to spell that. So. Oh, Okay. This is one of those surprise, hey, answer this question for you. <laughs> kind of like how we do the rest of our show. No. Right. Um, I just figure I'm talking about my crap so much that yeah. we should start. Let's start doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start pimping our stuff out. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Well, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Mixer, Twitch. Uh, 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 uh. Yes. Uh, not good gamer. Not good G-A-Y-M-E-R. Just follow me there and all that stuff. 
Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm low king, L-O-W-W-K-I-N-G. Oh, low king. I guess. I don't know. I'm low-key on Xbox, which back in the day was because I thought Matt Damon's character in Dogma was really cool. And then, <laughs> and like, then Marvel was like, hey, let's make him a thing in the, in the you know MCU. And all of a sudden that wasn't available anywhere. So I got creative. There you go. It works. Low King's way cooler anyway. It, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, you can always find the rest of everything to do with our podcast at Bite Me Podcast, B-Y-T-E-Me Podcast, all over the place, and bitemepodcast.com slash humble for the humble bundle slash discord for our discord channel, and... There's well, plenty yeah. of links there, too. Yeah, there's all kinds of links there, too, to our Patreon, to everything else. So go find us there, do that, and we will be back next week with more video game stuff. And adjacent Yay. stuff. And adjacent stuff. <laughs> Bye.